0: Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kuwan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. The topic is awareness. When we first become aware of a problem, a situation, or a feeling, we may react with anxiety or fear. There's no need to fear awareness. No need. Awareness is the first step toward positive change and growth. It's the first step toward solving the problem or getting the need met. The first step toward the future. That's how we focus on the next lesson. Awareness is how life, the universe, and our higher power get our attention and prepare us for change. The process of becoming changed begins with awareness. Awareness, acceptance, and change. That's the cycle. I love that. Awareness, acceptance, and change. We can accept the temporary discomfort from awareness because that's how we're moved to a better place. We can accept the temporary discomfort because we can trust God and ourselves. It's probably something that recovery has kind of given me that gift that we can trust both God and ourselves. Today, I will be grateful for any awareness I encounter. I will display gratitude, peace, and dignity when life gets my attention. I will remember that it's okay to accept the temporary discomfort from awareness because I can trust that it's my higher power moving me forward. And the next reading also comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. Uh, (laughs) Shorter passages today. And the topic is surrender. Surrender means saying, okay, God, I'll do whatever you want. Faith in the God of a recovery means we trust that eventually we'll like doing that. Today, just for today, right? I will surrender to my higher power. I'll trust that God's plan for me will be good, even if it is different than I hoped for, or accepted, expected. And now we move to ACA strengthening my recovery. The topic is internalized messages. Some parents routinely found fault, and I will add grandparents. You know, in my case, grandmother, routinely found fault with their thoughts or accomplishments without any apparent malice. If asked, the parent or caregiver would tell. You, that they meant well. Uh, this is when Alice Miller is talking about for your own good or constructive criticism. You know, how much of the world is just a bunch of stuck artists, you know, including family, giving advice to other stuck, uh, you know, to other people who are creative. I've really been thinking about creativity lately as I, you know, read Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way and how that is like the one area, you know, that can't be taken away from trauma. It's there. It may not be recognizable. I might not see it or think I have it, but it is there. Back to the reading. We felt as if we couldn't do anything right because we couldn't. And again, I realized it was wasn't just the family dynamic, uh, the codependent dynamic of my culture. It was more of you know also the you know the nosy grandmother, which you know felt like I had even less space and it's no wonder. That even as an Enneagram Type 5, that I need a lot of quiet sometimes. Back to the reading. We felt as if we couldn't do anything right because we couldn't. No matter what our characters intended, their emotional daggers flew at us fast and furiously and stung deeply. Even long after leaving home, we carried that critical voice with us. Only now, it was internalized. We told ourselves we were being babies, that we were overreacting, that no one meant us harm. That's why I just really love ACA when I came there because there's plenty of, you know, quote unquote sponsors or old timers who, you know, unintentionally, you know, come off as versions of the authority figures in our family. Back to the reading. All our concerns were only in our heads. We just needed to toughen up and stop taking everything so seriously. You know, lionizing the struggle, internalizing these the martyrdom, you know, Internalizing these messages for so long left us unable to claim our birthright of serenity, which would allow us to face life's challenges in an adult way. In ACA, we eventually turn around to face ourselves and our past. When we finish step five, a burden is lifted. We can see where we came from, who we truly are, and who we can be. We're grateful that we have begun to question the voices inside as we dialogue with and challenge them. Yeah, and it's like, who gives a shit? what authority figures would think of my creativity. I think of myself, my inner child, my higher power. And as Julia Cameron would talk about the believing mirrors, back to the reading. We are grateful that we begin to question the voices inside us as we dialogue with and challenge them. And this is also helpful, you know, either through writing or non-dominant handwriting. We no longer push these voices away. We invite them in and sit with them. We see our story unfold before us as we write and talk. We see the courageous little person who is faced with a childhood full of doubt and shame, and we have compassion for ourselves. We find our serenity. On this day, I honor and cherish the child within who is blameless then and now. And the final reading also comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is abuse. Before finding ACA, many of us believed we deserved what we got or caused the abuse to happen or like we're responsible for rescuing a dysfunctional family system. This is an impossible task, and it's not something that money can buy. Back to the reading. An ACA at bottom may take various forms. We say to ourselves, I can't stand being alone with myself or I hate myself. But if we analyze just these two statements, we can see they seem to speak of I and self as if they're two separate entities. And perhaps they are. The eyes are essence, the soul that was placed in our body. The self in these negative feelings is only the person we think we are. The one who carries the past is anxious about the present and dreads the future. The false self is the creation of other people's words and deeds that cause us to hide our true self. This hiding takes many forms, from physically isolating to being emotionally unavailable to ourselves and others. And when it becomes too toxic, we begin to seek help in order to find a new way of living. In ACA, we begin to question why we allow ourselves. False self to have so much control, we learn that the steps are the pathway that helps us merge our I with our true self while shedding the old self we created in our childhood. Ooh, reading that again. Man, today's strengthening recovery has been much more helpful, I think, than uh, the language of letting go. But, you know, they're both great, right? The either or is trauma-based thinking, both end is trauma recovery and creativity. Back to the reading. In ACA, we begin to question why we allow our false self to have so much control. We learn that the steps are the pathway that helps us merge our eye with our true self. While shedding the old self we created in our childhood. Yes, the steps gave me an honest look at what my default coping mechanisms were coming from a dysfunctional childhood, not defects. Look at the laundry list trace. But more importantly, gave me the ability to know that I had assets that which I could look anybody in the eye and know that these are my gifts. And own them. And that's more of the true self. The false self is that compensating, that compulsive need to prove. ACA brings us the knowledge that we are all gifted human beings who did not deserve what we got as children. We gradually began to realize that we are more than good enough. On this day, I will recognize when my abusive false self is in control. This will then awaken my true self so I can celebrate the wonderful creation that I am. And that concludes today's readings, Thanksgiving edition of recovering my inner child. Until next time, this is Kawan Saluja reminding myself to pause, because that's where God is, to rest when is appropriate, and to play.